listening to uh, bullshitters out there. We are not dead. We do have a extensive amount of uh, people since our last show because we haven't been out around for a while, but we are back. Yeah, it's been uh, Joseph. Hi. Hello. What's up? Hello. Oh, did you say hi to me? I, I didn't hear you. Yeah, it's been. Yes, it's, I said hello. It's been a it's while. Been very cordial. It's been a while. I went on vacation. It, it has. As Aaron Lewis like to say. Yeah. <laughs> How have you been? Uh, good and bad, I guess you could say. Why bad? Um. Can you not talk about it? Work has been work's been work's been a little bit uh, uh stressful with a few things and. Well, I. Uh, we both kind of got fucked out of a uh, fantasy football draft. Oh, <laughs> listen, uh, you won your first game, so I, I don't, you're kind of doing all right. Yeah. Is that the draft you're talking about? It's not even draft? that. It's, yeah, well, just, I mean, we are in the fall, so it is football season. So, I mean, we, we will we will get into this. We got some exciting stuff going on. But um, I was, I was uh, scheduled to get out of work at a certain time, and I was heading right over to... Uh, to the draft I, I was I, the day before I actually had drew or we were having it we were having it at a uh, sports bar in Jersey where they have excellent wings they got like 50 fucking flavors of wings it's just delicious mm-hmm. one of my best so I, was all, I was all hyped up to go yeah and like the wings they're not only have great flavors but they're like good wings mm-hmm. they're not like cheap small wings these are like meaty delicious wings absolutely so I was very excited about going, and it was uh, wing night there, so we were going to, like, even get, it was even more of a reason for me to be excited about going. And yes. as I'm getting uh, ready to leave work, my day had gotten ruined, and I got stuck there for an extra, it was almost six hours. Oof. Wow. So, uh, and what of that, I could not uh, be actively doing my draft. Uh, Mm-hmm. I was kind of indisposed at work where I couldn't get to, you know, being actively live part- participating. And we'll, we'll discuss why you weren't there, and we'll get back to my story. Yeah. All right, well, I actually got sick. Um, so the weekend prior to that, I, like, I was running around. I was busy. From the time I got back from vacation... All the way to that following Saturday, I was just nonstop busy. Had to help move shit and a whole bunch of crap. So that Sunday, you know, I started feeling a little tickle in my throat. Now, if anyone knows the podcast, you've known that the last week in August, I always get sick. This this time, I bypassed that last week, and it went, it went into September, which usually never happens. You cheated on, on that it, sickness. It did. It's like I missed my period. I thought, you know, I thought I, I thought I was in the clear. So, <laughs> now this this is a, kind of a long story. So, you know, if you if you're interested in Tom's story, stay tuned. So that Tuesday, uh, let me rewind the clock a little bit. Two years ago, um, Egan, I'm talking to Egan. And she's talking about the Ramstein concert that she's going to Ramstein with Day uh, Triple D and his his wife. And she's like, "Oh, you should go." I'm like, "Yeah, okay, that might be cool." 
Five minutes later, I get a text. I bought you a ticket. Don't worry about paying back. Just go. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, okay. <laughs> I, guess, I guess I'm going now. Well, we all know what happened in 2020. COVID just pretty much canceled everything. So the, the concert got delayed but for a year. It comes up to the year. That was a year ago, 2021. They canceled it again. This is pretty much what happened with the Motley Crue concert. Finally, they they rescheduled it. It was supposed to be September 10th, which was a Friday. Or September 9th. Whatever that Friday was. They pushed it up until the 6th, a Tuesday. Which sucks because... You know, with, with, there's so much going on with me this year, I don't have the time to take off the next day. Uh, but luckily, that, the funny it, thing is, too, it's, a New, it's mm-hmm. a New York City concert. You would think they'd want to do that in a major city on the weekend, not in the middle of the week. Well, blame, I digress. blame the New York Jets. I think they're the reason why it kind of got pushed back. But anyway, it actually ended up working out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to that. So, that brings us to 2022. And... You know, it was also Egan's birthday on Sunday, so I wish her a happy birthday. And I get a text back, oh, I'm seeing you on, on Tuesday, right? And I don't answer because I've told her 500 million fucking times I'm going to the concert. So I, I'm like, I, and I was just, I was not feeling well, and I just, I don't know, I just kind of like let, I let the text go. My, my plan was to text her back like two hours later, but then I kind of forgot about it. So... Tuesday comes, no idea what the hell is going on for this concert. All I know is it's that night, and who's going. So now I gotta let me go back into my text here, and I'm gonna read. I'm gonna summarize what was going on that day. Okay. So now it's Tuesday. I wake up for work at five thirty. I text Egan at five thirty. I figured she'd be up. So what's the plan for today? Am I meeting you there at the concert? She gets back at quarter to seven, like an hour later. You know, whatever's easiest for you, if you'd rather meet somewhere. Oh, I would rather meet somewhere and driving together. So I go, that's fine. Um, I go, where are you meeting from? The next text. I can't believe I leave for the airport and I still haven't opened my suitcase. So I wrote back, you're still in Florida? (laughs) She, she, so long, I'll, I'll summarize it. Yes, she's still in Florida. Yes, she still hasn't packed yet. <laughs> what? You, you can't see me, but I'm literally shaking my head. I mean, I, I, I'm, I want to say I'm, I'm shocked by this, but I'm not. Yeah. So, she said, I said, I suggest let's meet in Paramus, because she told, she told me where she was. She was staying at her aunt's house. I figure let's meet a premise and then we can kind of go together from there. I go, what time is your flight? Flight, plane leaves at 11. <laughs> Concert starts at 7. Plane doesn't land till I think like 2 or 3, she said. 2 o'clock. So now I'm like, okay. I'm trying not to get worked up because I figure, alright, like maybe she'll get home really quick, meet me, everything will work out fine. Triple D calls me, he's in dicks, and it's pouring raining out all day, I should add. He calls me, and uh, he's, he's, he's like, hey, at dicks? he's at dicks, he's getting ponchos, he called, because oh. he's such a gentleman, he called and see if I wanted one. And I said yes. So he goes, what's going on today? I go, I don't know, Egan is still in Florida. 
And I go, well, right now she's in a, on a plane, hopefully coming to New York. So he laughs and he goes, I don't think she plans on being there early because I, because he goes, I, I talked to her and, and she asked me if there was an opening act and what time Ramstein goes on. So now I'm like, now I'm getting really worried. So I text Egan and I say, uh, hey, you want to meet around 5.30? We can meet in Paramus somewhere and because parking's 40 bucks. I said, uh, maybe we should meet up with the, uh, the Triple D's and see if we could all go together. Now, this is at 2... Now, I have a question. Yes. Who has the tickets? Well, trip the Decker... The, I'm, I'm fucking up everything. <laughs> Triple D and his wife have their own tickets. Egan has mine. Now, get ready for this. Get ready for this. This is some story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, when you bring up the fact that you go, this is some story, and you're five minutes into it, and it's already been ridiculous, I can't wait to see what the rest is going to be. Oh, get ready. So, again, I said, let's meet up at 5.30. This is at 2.37 p.m. I get a text back ten minutes later. 5.30, no good. I'm still at the airport. I get it. You know, you get off the plane, you have to get your bags. She also, she also has to rent a car. All right, not getting. I'm not getting flustered yet. So Did I say which airport? No, I'm gonna assume it's Newark. Oh, so I say I I'm, I say they're they're picking me up. I agreed to go with Dave, and we would meet Egan along the way at Paramus, supposedly. I don't know. So I said, they're meeting me at 5.30, and then we'll come get you. Well, or we'll meet you okay. somewhere like, along the way. I don't know. So she goes, 5.30 is no good. I'm staying at the airport. I said, no, they're picking me up at 5.30. What time would you get to Paramus? She goes, 7. I go, the concert starts at 7. <laughs> and then she goes, how are you getting in? And I, guess, I, I said, I guess I'm not now. So anyway, okay, whatever. 4.30 comes along. I go, what's going on? I go, do you want me to send... Do you want to send me a, my ticket? Or do you want me to, like, to wait to wait for you outside? Because at this point, I'm like, I'm just going to meet her at the fucking venue. She goes, they're paper tickets, so you I can't send them. <laughs> she goes, start heading towards Willowbrook or something. I go, I'm not going that way. It's all the way out. I go. Stop heading to a place in Jersey. Jersey. MetLife is a half hour from my door. So I'd have to drive a half hour out of my way to get her and then drive however long it takes from Willowbrook to the fucking uh, MetLife Stadium. I say, Willowbrook is 40 minutes from me. (laughs) Okay, so then. I say, okay, I'm going to hitch a ride with them, and I guess I'll meet you there. She goes, unreal, that's going to put me in a mood. Now, Egan's been on here before, so... (laughs) I'm sorry. She's saying unreal. And she's still in fucking Florida, probably. Yeah, I know. With her bags not packed. So I'm not, I'm not saying anything out of, uh, out of turn here, because Egan has been on this podcast before, and she has said that one of her rituals for flying is she takes, she takes Xanax. 
and she's out of it. And I could tell from texting her, she was fucking out of it because things are spelled wrong. Everything's just a mess. Okay. She goes, unreal. I just traveled the country. You won't drive a half hour, but expected me to. Like, what the fuck? I'm try- I don't want to mix up anything here. So basically, um, I say uh, that that could cause me again at this point, and he's like, "What do you want to do?" I go, "Listen, just you two go without me." I, I- she's pissing me off. I don't want to piss her off. Just go. And he goes, and they 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 kind of convince me to to go with them. Um. He goes, they're not going to go in because the pa- they're not going to accept paper tickets. It's a, pa- it's a paper estate and no cash, no paper tickets, nothing. It's all digital. Which is true because Yankee Stadium is like that now also. So I can see MetLife doing the same thing. So... so how does she have paper tickets? I, I, I don't know. How does she have anything? <laughs> it's, it's Egan. So... I'm texting back and forth at their <clears throat> I said I'm meeting them at 5.30 um, I say just meet us in Paramus and uh, okay now I meet, I meet Triple D and his wife we're on the road she texts me uh, I th- <laughs> I thought I had more time this car is shit I rear-ended someone but there's no damage <laughs> so now I'm in the car with, with Triple D and his wife and I'm reading this out and they're like what the fuck is going on so so she goes I just got in the door to my aunt's I'm leaving in 15 minutes GPS says it's a half hour to get there. So I go, okay, cool. I go, half hour to the stadium? She goes, half hour to get you because you're a half hour out of my way. I go, I'm not going with you. I'm with Decker. She goes, I'm not going alone and paying $40 of tickets. I'm not going to go. So anyway, back, more back and forth. Finally, we decide to meet um, in Hosbrick Heights. Do you know that place? Uh-huh. Um, That's where the Bada Bing is. Yeah. Okay. So we decide. I decided to, we decided to meet at the White Castle in Hosbrick Heights. Um, and she goes, okay. Very familiar. Yeah. So she goes, okay. That's fine. So <clears throat> we get there. We get to the White Castle. We wait for. Our <laughs> I go. Did you get anything from White Castle? Uh, I did not. I did not. Because um, I ate at the concert, but that's not... We'll get to that. So, um, she meets us there, and... You know, everything's everything's kind of fine. Um, Egan has paper tickets. Not only do they have paper tickets, but the, the tickets say, like, February on them. <laughs> Oh, no, I'm sorry. They didn't say February. They had, like, the wrong date, though. It was, like, September 10th or something like that. Um, and they're paper tickets. <laughs> like, legit paper tickets. Um, so we get there, we park. And at one point, she goes, Joe, can you call my phone? So I go, all right. So I look behind, I see she's holding her phone. 
So I thought maybe her phone shit out. So I call her phone, and she goes, oh, here it is. And, it was in this, and she pulls out another phone from the seat. I go, why do you have two... You fucking f- drug dealer. I go, why do you have two phones? And she goes, well, they use this one for calls and stuff, and use this one for pictures. I go, oh, so you just use, like, a, a, an iPhone that doesn't work for, pit, for like a camera. She goes, no, I have this activated, too. I go, you have two phones? I go, what are you, a drug dealer? Wait, 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 wait. She has an iPhone? She has an iPhone. <laughs> she has an iPhone. I swear to God. <laughs> look at here. Can you see? Look at this. I'm oh, holding yeah. my phone so Joe can see it. Look, do you see what's happening there? What? What is she? She's a greenie. I see. When are we and hanging out? The last two messages. <laughs> well, look at the last two messages yeah. I tried to send her. Yeah. What does it say? Nothing. Not delivered. Yeah. Not delivered. Not delivered. Yeah. She's gotta have a fucking greenie. Mm-hmm. And then she gets pissed off at me when she's like, "Oh, you never want." text me back you never do yeah cause motherfucker I can't text you mm-hmm. cause you have to be one of she has an iPhone I, like I, 500 I, people I do not know the number I looked in the iPhone there's one contact in there it says M that's it there's no other people in the phone so um and you know that M is probably her name that's what we that, well, that was the big joke of the, that was the big joke of the night is that she she just put M as for me <laughs> <laughs> she just, she just yeah. has her own phone number in there. Um, so that's really the gist of the of the story. I actually got you know it was actually a, a fun. It was fun. Ramstein went on at eight. They were off by ten twenty. And it, and it goes to show because I believe the last time we saw the last time we saw them last time I seen them was with you and a bunch of other people. And I think they went on at ten thirty. So it was nice that they kind of. Got off. I mean, it shows their age. Like they want to kind of get off and like fucking go to sleep, probably like we all do. Um, rained on and off all fucking day, all night. We were soaked. I, you know, it actually ended up being a really nice, nice time. Um, and uh, but yeah, so like just getting there was just a fucking hassle. It's typical Egan, a uh, typical Egan journey. Um, but she got in with the paper tickets. I'm happy to say. Uh, so everything kind of worked out. We are recording Thursday night, and... <laughs> he texted me. At the text message that she's... She's a greenie. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so she wants to hang out tomorrow. <laughs> okay. The, the Warwick Goshen game, which is a very big uh, thing in our hometown... Is tomorrow night. All right. <laughs> I kind of want to go see it, and my daughter actually, my daughter is going to be at a, uh, a swim meet. So, like, right after the swim meet, it could go right into the uh, game. Yeah. Okay. And bring her to the game, but I'm going to tell her it's like a matinee. It's like a 1 p.m. start, so that she gets there seven o'clock. Oh, so you are going to see her tomorrow? Because we all know the stories. Of the, supposedly. She, she had to end up texting my wife through, like, Facebook or something like that, Instagram, because she... If you have a green phone and you try to text me and I try to answer at least once, I give you one chance, and then after that, I'm done with you. Like, I, I, refuse, to, I, I refuse to walk around on my house mm-hmm. on spot to, to be able to... But, yeah, so that that's that. Oh, so yeah, oh, supposedly, so you... we're, we're going to be hanging out. Oh, boy. Okay. 
Well, I, now I look forward to this, to your, uh, <laughs> to, to your story about this. <coughs> is no, she, no, 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 next week we'll be talking about my adventures. So, with this. is she is she going to the War of Goshen game with you? I don't know. I, we we really don't even have a plan. Yeah, it's typical. You'll come with a plan. We don't at have an arrival time. We don't have a plan. Hmm. So I have no clue. But um. So because of that, you, you to me, I thought you uh, oh. you missed the the draft because you were. Oh, because I was what? I thought you were a little sick because of the rain. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I had, to, I had to continue it. Um, yeah, so the next day I wake up, <clears throat> and I'm full-blown sick. Full-blown sick. I go to work. I can't even finish the day at work. I, I, I go home early. Um, and I came home, and I just kind of slept, and actually ended up doing... Uh, the, we, we started this new... Um, we jumped from Yahoo to this new uh, server called uh, um, what's it called? Sleeper, and uh, this 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 allows you to draft from the comfort of your own home, uh, even if other people are doing a draft like live. So I kind of I did that and uh, yes. actually worked out. Well, I thought I drafted a good team, but I got fucking annihilated last week, and my first round draft pick is now out for eight weeks. So that kind of. That kind of sucks, but uh, you know what are you gonna do? That's uh, I started off shitty last year and I still made the playoffs. So, okay, sirrah, sirrah. So back to your story. So now I'm stuck at work and I am fuming. As I said, I was looking forward to this. I was texting you about it. I, I, I don't go out a lot. Like I, I usually come home and I got to deal with the kids and you know like. I'm like I'm more of a homebody. I don't go out to bars. I don't. Uh, we don't go out on the weekends usually. We we usually just kind of do our family thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and that could just be just sitting in front of the TV. So when there's when it's draft night and like I do my my fantasy baseball, which I really don't even care about anymore. Like I've just, I've, I haven't watched a baseball game. I haven't watched pretty much an entire baseball game in probably five years ish. Mm-hmm. So. I don't really care about that, but when football comes, even though I have been boycotting football the past few years, I get very excited about the draft because it's, to me, it's one night out. I usually get to eat shit food. It's, it's like a guy. It's 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 it recharges my guy battery. It's kind of like the um, when we go to the cabin in the woods. It's you need that every once in a while. You need to have like a a night where you can sit there and burp and fart and, and, and eat shit food and and just kind of let loose. <coughs> Agreed. And I was looking forward to this. And it happened. I was fucking losing it. I mean, I was at work and I was I was going like insane. <laughs> and like the the cause of me being not going, like I pretty much told them like you ruined my fucking night. Like I like to the people that fucked up. Like it was like I was I was just being a complete asshole. And on top of that like any, it was like anything that could go wrong that night went wrong. Damn. Like equipment didn't work, um, the protocol didn't work. Like everything that went into what I needed to get done, and went wrong. And then on top of it, like what really kind of what I, like I could almost see it coming, because I said that like for me to get this job done, I needed people there early. Like I 
said, be there at 7.30 in the morning so we can get this done. Mm-hmm. They don't show up till fucking 12.30. <laughs> they fucking leave, and then they fucking come back. And now I got, like, two and a half hours to get this thing done, which is going to take a while. Right. And I'm fucking losing it. And, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm flipping out. I'm telling you, it was, it was like, bad. Like, I was throwing shit. I, it, I was, like, a maniac in there. That sucks. <clears throat> I was up, I mean, literally, like, throwing shit across the fucking room. So, finally, the, the draft gets pushed back a little bit. It gets pushed back a half hour. Then it gets pushed back another 15 mm-hmm. minutes. And I'm getting texts, like, you're going to make it? You're going to make it? I'm like, I can't make it. So, I said, draft me running backs and receivers. That's all I want for the first however many rounds. First... 12 rounds I said my last like 5 rounds that's when you get me a quarterback or tight end uh, defense defensive player and a kicker I said just this is how I want my draft to go <clears throat> okay well we know from last year when we had it there um, one guy didn't show up and I think in like these maybe like the 6th round they drafted him a kicker like th- th- there's shenanigans going on yeah and, and that's why I was nervous initially because I even when I texted Big Papa, I said, you know, have someone draft for me, but, like, please don't, like, fuck me over, and please let it be someone good draft for me. And that's when he kind of clued me in that you could draft online <clears throat> while we're doing it. And I'm like, that's perfect. Like, I can definitely, like, lay in bed and do this. Like, it's it's not a big deal. So I was actually happy that I don't like when someone drafts me. I only It's only happened maybe once that someone drafted, and I think Big Papa drafted yeah. for me. This was years ago, and, and he actually drafted me a pretty decent team. So, I was, but you don't know in this, I gotta say about 85% of this league, I don't know who they are. And, and money's on the line. And Yeah, a lot of money is on the line. Um, yeah. So you don't want to fuck around with it. So continue. Yeah, I've only missed, uh, I think I've missed maybe three drafts my entire uh, time. It was, I think, two years ago when my, the night of the draft, my, my wife's dog died. Mm-hmm. So I had to freaking bury that. I missed the draft on that. And then I think I might have missed one like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So like me missing a draft is not like something I like to do. Same, and yeah. So I get my, uh, I start seeing, like, I, I, I'm able to, because it's like a, when you were doing your draft, it was audio, right? Like you could hear what was going on. No. You, there was an option, but um, I didn't do. I don't want people. I don't want to hear what's going on. I don't want people to hear me, you know, sneezing and farting and shit. So I, I had it turned off. And I think everyone else did too. Okay. There, was, there was no one in there. That is okay, not sure how it was. Yeah, no. But I, that should be something in the future. Like you can kind of like, you know, um, say who you're drafting and like write. A zoom. Yeah, like a Zoom kind of thing. That'd be kind of cool. But all right, yeah. Yeah. But, like, I, I could not do that. There was no way I could do it because, like, with my work, I had to kind of be in front of the public with other things. And it was there was a whole to-do with it. So, I'm, I'm just, like, every maybe 15 minutes, I'm able to refresh. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I, as, I'm, as I'm seeing who the players are, I'm getting more and more angry. I mean, I'm, getting, I'm, I'm like, fucking losing it. Yeah. I, I got drafted two. I got in like the first five rounds. I think I got drafted. I'm pretty sure in the first five rounds, 
I got drafted a um, a rookie running back for the Jets. Mm-hmm. The Jets. I, I think I've had on my team in my entire career maybe like three Jets on my team. Like I just don't draft them because they're just terrible. Mm-hmm. So I, I a rookie a rookie running back for the Jets. I get another rookie running back who is on a committee team and who is currently out with a hernia. Yeah. I get a wide receiver who is out the first six weeks of the season because he's on suspension for PEDs. And I'm like going, I'm, I'm like losing it. I am fucking losing it in it. And again. And I, I, I was texting you a few times during it and I, I, I got to the point where I was just... I think I said to you, I'm like, I'm I'm not even gonna put a, a roster in. I'm just every week. I'm just gonna just everyone's gonna be on the bench. I'm just gonna say fuck it and just take a complete loss for the entire season and not give a fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I mean, I, I I'm telling you, like that that whole night, I'm texting my wife and she's like, she's hearing it and she's like, you know, she's like, calm down, you're gonna have a fucking heart attack. I'm, I mean, I was going, I was going ballistic. <laughs> Like, add in the, the fact that it was probably one of the worst days I've ever had at my job, and then this added on top. Like, this was the cherry on the on the, the top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I was I was going nuts. So then, the next day, I woke up, and I actually, like, kind of calmed down. And, and, like, with me, what my range of emotions is, like, I will, uh, I will get extremely angry. Like, I will fucking go ballistic. And then the next day, I get, like, I get pissed off again. But then it's like I flip my vengeance. Now I'm like I'm gonna fucking win this league. And I'm gonna fucking. <laughs> like, now, now that you put me against the wall, now I'm now like now I'm gonna attack. And my goal is to win this fucking league. And I have a what I would consider a not a great team. And, and, and I am going to like hell to fucking win this league. Good. Well, good luck. With, with shit players <laughs> and everything else. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and then I text uh, Big Papa during it, and he, you know, and he's like, he, he texts something like, what are you, mad? And I'm and like, I, like I, I wanted to go ballistic, but then I'm like, you know what, don't, don't do anything. Don't do anything stupid and say anything stupid. But, like, if, if I drafted a team for him like this, Mm-hmm. He'd be he'd be fucking irate. Well, it was kind of because I'm watching it happen because you and um, Mr. X was also in the league and he didn't make it because you know he, he, I don't know why he, he's never drafts really, but you both were getting like I was watching it happen. You both got drafted linebackers. <laughs> two there's only one spot for a defensive player. You both you drafted two. <laughs> you each drafted two defensive players. Yeah. <laughs> like that's you're not gonna. It's not like a a bench spot that's like coveted. You know, like you, you drop guys, you pick them up. Like you don't really need a second guy at all. But the it, it, and the draft one, that's a wasted draft spot that you could have been picked for something useful. It was for shit. Exactly. I think you got two kickers. <laughs> like it was just like a mess. And I'm like, yeah. man, like they're getting fucked. But yeah, like I mean, you're both. Yeah, but then, then I, both the, won, like so. I said. The, 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 the cherry on top was when the the thing of, what are you mad? Like, yeah, I'm fucking mad. I'm I'm like I'm seething. Like, I'm not lying. Like, at one point, I was literally like foaming at the mouth, spitting everywhere because I was, I, 
was up in my office screaming to the point where like I like my voice started to hurt and I was like dehydrated from like fucking yelling. Yeah. I, like Well he goes at one I, point he goes, Well we were all drafting for you in the first six rounds, I'm like, that's kinda shitty. Like that means someone just yelled out a player and they just suck they just went with it. It wasn't even yeah. like a calculated draft. It was just like, oh uh I don't know, so and so. Put him on there, and that's really how it went up. That's that's how I'm perceiving it to be. Um, but I, uh, you know, it turned out it, blessing in disguise. I'm kind of glad I didn't go because uh, we have a guy in, in the draft now who I honestly can't fucking stand, and he was there. And just the text messages that were going back and forth with him and the other people in our group chat. I'm just like, man, I'm so fucking glad I'm not there. I'd be so pissed off right now. So I'm kind of glad. And honestly, I don't know if I'm going to even be back next year if this guy is in it again. Because I, I, that's how much I can't stand this fucking guy. Can't stand this yeah, guy. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a big, I'm he's not a, a big l- fan. He's of a loudmouth asshole. And I, fu- there's a, you know, there's a difference between busting balls and just being a downright dick. And this guy's a downright dick. Like, he busts balls and, like, it's not even, like, funny. It's just, like, total douchebaggery. Yeah, it's, like, just, like, it's, yeah. Like, I can be an asshole. Like, I, listen, I, I love busting balls with the best of them. But, like, I always use this as my excuse. I can bust balls with the best of them, but I will make fun of myself as well. Where this guy, I don't think, would ever make fun of himself. And I think he really holds himself in a high regard. Like, he thinks, like, he's he's all that in a bag of chips. Yeah. And when he does things, like, he does them. And it's, like, I don't know. And, and maybe, you know, maybe... People who know me are going to hear in this and be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. At the end of the day, I think, um, if I'm making fun of you, it's more of like a uh, sign of endearment. Because exactly. if I don't like you, I just don't talk to you. So I'm, the, I'm the same exact way. Yeah, I'll, I'll bust balls to people who I, like the king. I'll bust his balls all day long, but the king's my friend. You know, and I think, I, I think he considers me his friend, and I think he knows I'm only joking around with him, and he busts my balls back, and that's just how it goes. If I don't know you, and you're busting my balls, you don't earn that right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You haven't earned that. Yeah, We're not to me, friends. ball-busting is a earned respect. Exactly. Yeah. No, I totally get where you're coming from. And that's the other thing, like, when... I bust your balls or I bust someone else's balls. Like, at the end of the day, we know that it's not mean and it's not meant to hurt. Where this guy, when you bust his balls, like, there's no, like, if you were to be like, dude, that that was fucked up. Like, he would just be like, eh, oh well. Where, like, if I busted, if I said something, you know, uh, maybe a little bit too inappropriate to someone, they might say, like, hey, listen, that one a little too far. And I'd be like, yep, you know what, you're right. I'm sorry. And I'd apologize and be humble about mm-hmm. it and maybe be quiet after that. But it's like, he just like, he goes like, hey, cocksuckers. It's like, fuck you. Like, (laughs) who the the fuck are you? (laughs) I don't fucking know. You don't, like, he has like a a frat guy kind of uh, demeanor about it. And he's not a frat guy by any means. He's just this tub of shit. But, whatever. I mean, I I don't think I ever said anything to anyone about this. And I I guess I'll, I'll tell the story now. Um, as we all know, I lost a little bit of weight and it was kind of like that first time that like where it was, you could physically see it on me where I did lose a lot of weight and we were up at the cabin in the woods 
someone said to me, like, man, you look good, you know, you lost all this weight, and I didn't realize it, and it, it like, didn't click in my head, but um, when I said it, the guy that I, that said it to me, he actually had cancer at the time, and I said it as a joke, I'm like, yeah, it's, I'm like, don't worry, it's not cancer, and when, after I, like, the minute it, yeah, like, the minute it came out of my mouth, I'm like, fuck, I'm like, I did not mean it that way, like, I love this guy, like, it, it was not meant to be that way and like after that for like probably a good three hours like I just didn't say anything like I just uh, almost uh, uh, because of just being so embarrassed and being a dickhead about like that and it wasn't meant to be a mean joke at him yeah you know it was just an off the cuff type of comment yeah well we all we've all it, like for after I said it I'm like boy yeah it was it was a huge foot in the mouth moment and like after that I was just like I can't say another word and, like, I felt so terrible after that. Yeah. And luckily, like, everything's good with him right now. But the fact that I said that, like, it, like I, like, like, even till today, I kick myself about saying it. Where this guy, I think he would say it, and he'd just be like, hey, oh, well, not a big deal. Yeah. Take care, you know. <laughs> and that's what I don't get. Like, I, I don't understand why people like him, because he's not, like, appealing. No, I don't, I don't understand it either. There's a few guys that are kind of like that, and like I'll say, like, I don't like that guy, and they're like, well, "How come you don't like him?" And I go, "Well, he, he's kind of a fucking dick." Like, like maybe you guys don't yeah. see it, or maybe you just don't care. But like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to hang around with someone like that. Like, that's just not. I mean, if you want to hang out, that's fine, but don't bring him around. Like, don't bring him around if I'm going to be there. Like, I don't like the guy, and I'll, I'll make it known. Like, I'm not going to talk yeah. to the guy. I'm not going to joke around with it. Like, I'm. I'm pretty, I wear my heart on my sleeve a little bit, you know, like, uh, my emotions show a lot, so I'm not going to sit there and be fake, like, if I don't like you, uh, you know, I'm not going to talk to you, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, like, even, even at, uh, he was in, he was in a wedding for, uh, one of our friends, mm-hmm. and, like, we were all kind of standing in a circle drinking beers at the time, um, and bullshitting, and he was just, like, he was just always like that louder, obnoxious one. And that was like the first time I met him. And I was just like, yeah, I don't like this guy. And then like a few times during the wedding and, you know, throughout everything, like he would like kind of like walk up into the group and he would say something. And I would just be like, yeah, I got to go to the bathroom. Like I would just like, yeah. I would, like, or I would just Irish exit my way out of that like little circle. Cause I was just like, I, I don't like this guy. And I could see him saying something where my anger is going to get fucking in the way of things. And then it's going to be bad. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but oh. so that, yeah, that was that was our draft day experience <laughs> and our week experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, all right. Well, Ed, we killed about a good forty minutes talking about two days. <laughs> mm. Good thing we haven't been on for about three weeks. Exactly. All right. Well, let's um, let's dive into some stuff here. Um, did you watch the Emmys at all? I did, you know what's funny? When we first started the show, we uh, movie reviews and we did things like that. I've been so out of tune with movies and everything that I had no clue that this was even on. Like it's, I guess it's award season, right? It, did, did the Emmys kick it off? I have fucking no idea. No, I think the Oscars kicked it. Well, I, too, I, don't, I really don't. I don't know. <laughs> what? Well, yeah. Well, let's say yes. Yes, yeah, it did. I did. With the way that fucking Hollywood is now, I could care less. Like, I... I 
legit just I, I don't care I don't want to watch these things like, we, we were talking about shows that like I said I'm watching the show just because it's on Netflix just to give me something to watch mm-hmm. and I just don't even care about it like I watch it just to see it and I'm like this show is so ridiculous but like I've I've legit stopped watching a lot of TV and shows um, so there were uh, I was surprised there was a lot of, uh, there was some shows I actually watched and liked a lot and they were up for like uh, Squid Games is up for a bunch and the guy who started Squid Games he won the best actor for uh, I think it was like a drama I think which I was I was happy about and uh, Stiffer's mom won uh, best like supporting actress um, for the show called White Lotus that was on HBO. Like I don't know if you ever watched it, but it's great fucking show. Great fucking I show. I am not. What is it about? So it's about these. It starts off where someone at this hotel was murdered, or killed, or died. I forget what you know. I forget what they said at the beginning. And then it kind of goes back in, into showing you the, the events leading up to it. And it's about these group of people who come on a boat and they're staying at this hotel called the White Lotus, which I believe is in Hawaii. And uh, Steve Zan's in it. And um, uh, what's the what's the one from True Detective, the chick? Uh, uh, Dario? Alexander Dario? Okay. You know who I'm talking about. She's in it. Yes. Uh, Stifler's mom is in it, who's just hilarious. Um, and so it's kind of a comedy. So is it a comedy? It's, there is comedic elements, but it's more of a drama. Um, and that, right. that hot one from uh, Euphoria that's like really big now, Sydney Sweeney, she's in it. So there's a good right. bunch of people in it. Um, it's like six episodes. I... I Go watch it. I, I think your wife would even like it too. And I think the second season, which is going to be like a new cast, comes out in the in the fall. Um, and I think Stifler's mom's coming back, like to reprise her role. Um, so anyway, that won some awards. Uh, so I, I, I was happy to hear that. I was also happy to hear about uh, Mr. Jimmy Kimmel finally being out as a fucking asshole. And so, basically what happened, he pretended to, I guess, pass out, he was presenting an award with, um, oh man, I can't think of this guy's name, uh, Will Arnett? Will, yeah, Will Arnett, thank you. You must know what I'm talking about then. <laughs> no, I completely guessed one actor Are you fucking head. kidding? <laughs> I think it was Will Arnett. He kind of, I guess they were presenting the award, and Jimmy Pil- Jimmy Kimmel pretended to be, I don't know if he pretended to be drunk or whatever, but he passed out on stage, like, you know, fake. This, this girl wins this award, a black actress, comes up to accept the award, gives a speech. Jimmy Kimmel continues to lay there the entire time she's given, like, her acceptance speech. So first it comes out like, oh, he's he's a racist, and why'd he do this? And then and he wasn't being racist, he was just being a fucking dick. Because he had to have the attention on himself, inst- you know, for, com- for his uh, comedic uh, ego. Um, he could have just gotten up and, like, hey, congratulations, and walked off the stage and been humble. But no, he, had a, he laid there the entire fucking time. So now he's getting blasted everywhere about being disrespectful and all this stuff, and a lot of people are pissed at him. Um, so it's just, you know, like, what? I mean, and it really makes me kind of sad because 
the guy started off like as a comedian. He was on the Man Show, and like you know, we have some friends when he first started doing um, his late night show. Like some of our friends were really like into his late night show, and now all of a sudden he's just like this fucking asshole libtard who is just like I feel like he's just like a Hollywood untouchable. And well, this is what I find funny. When you're done with this, I'm, I got a theory on. It. Well, no, I just wanted to say I'm just happy to see he's like finally getting blasted for being a, a, a douchebag, because it wasn't even funny. Like th- this is just this is like sophomoric humor. There's like no I, I yeah. could do I could do that. I could pretend to be drunk and pass out on stage and lay there for tw- uh, for ten minutes. It's just dumb. So go along with your, your conspiracy theory. Hollywood is full of, you know, bad people. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna speculate. I'm just gonna say bad people. Mm-hmm. With him, think how much bad shit he's done, and he's never been canceled yet. This is a guy who, on on the Man Show, would sit there and dress in blackface. He would sit there and have objectify women. Yep. You know, all the time. Literally, like the entire show is objectifying women, if you will. Adam Carolla, who was his partner on the show at the time, kind of like. Has gotten that stain like permanently etched on him, and it doesn't help that he's a little bit more right wing. So, like Adam Carolla is the black sheep, while Jimmy Kimmel got praise, he got his own show, his late night show. Mm -hmm. He's obviously not very funny because what is he? He's never won the Emmy for like best talk show host or whatever. I think he's lost thirteen straight times. Good. So he's a complete loser. This is a guy who's been outspoken about. Thing on the left wing thing, you know, on the left wing uh, uh, stand. Right. And I guarantee nothing will happen to this guy. And what? Uh, again, going down rabbit holes and, and stuff like that. It seems like the bigger of a bag of shit you are when it comes to being like a leftist, the more you kind of get a pass on everything. Yeah. You know. Howard Stern. I bet you Howard Stern is a piece of garbage, but because he he pumps the 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 what? Oh, I lost Tom. Oh, Kramer. What was? Oh, I can hear you. Can you okay. Hear me? Yeah, I hear you. You're good. Um, Michael Richards. Michael Richards. Yeah. I'm sure is probably a lefty. He's a Hollywood guy. He makes one bad mistake in his career. He's totally shunned. You, yeah, when's the last time you heard of him? When he did Louis, that thing. <laughs> like 15 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Louis, Louis C.K., another guy. He's a left He's a left, uh, He's a left winger, yet he's been totally shunned out. Jimmy Kimball out. Jimmy Kimmel can keep fucking up and fucking up and fucking up. And they just give him a pass. I, and... It's either he knows a lot of stuff, or he's really in a lot of stuff and is helping other people. Like that's my conspiracy theory on it. I, I could see that. Oh, yeah. I could see that. Howard and Howard Stern is an, is just I, I haven't listened to his show in about five years because I saw it going probably long actually maybe longer than that six years no about five years. Um, because I, I saw it going that way. His show just like really kind of, and I, I kind of keep tabs on stuff like. Like, that's a show I listen to religiously. Like, 
every day I listen to Howard Stern for yeah, for about ten years, more than ten years, and he just like turned. And I, I have my thoughts on that one too, on why he did that. I, I, I but you know. But there's a there's a reason why I think these people turn, and I don't think it's them wanting to. I think it's people in their ear, and a lot of people who've been on the st- who like used to work there who don't work there anymore have said the same thing. Like they're like, not to get off Jimmy Kimmel, but he hired some woman to like, I don't know what she did, some backstage thing, and she's sort of gotten Howard's ear about you know. This isn't. You shouldn't be doing this way anymore. And basically, what I'm saying is, the way Kimmel used to be and the way Howard Stern used to be won't fly in today's atmosphere. It won't. And that's just that's just facts. Because they're all about like you know girls on trampolines or girls riding a Sibian, and you can't do you can't do that anymore because now. So-and-so in Idaho gets uh, offended, goes on Twitter, and next thing you know, there's about 50 million people, like, going against you. So, in that aspect, I get it. I get why they had to, they had to kind of change their course. What I don't understand is becoming so to the left that you become irritating as fuck. And that can go both ways. You can go all the way to the right and be irritating as fuck also. But why pick a side anyway? Like, because Howard Stern was never like that. He was never a political person. And then all of a sudden, during, like, when Trump and Hillary were going at each other, he went all the way with Hillary. Meanwhile, Donald Trump has been a guest on the show hundreds of times. That means nothing. And, I mean, it's just like... They're hypocrites, because he were doing dressing in yeah. blackface, and they both done that. And now all of a sudden you hear like, "Oh, I'd never, I've never done anything like that in my life before." Meanwhile, there's there's proof that you have. <laughs> like they gaslight you. Yeah, they gaslight shit you. doesn't go away anymore. So uh, it it just it's it's sad and, and it's frustrating and it's just like you just want to punch these people in the face sometimes, just how hypocritical they are and. I get, you know, it's it wasn't right to do it, and I understand that, but at least own up to it. Say, you know what, it was a different time. It was for, you know, I was trying to be funny. Some people maybe found it funny, maybe it didn't. I wasn't trying to offend anybody. I was just trying to be funny. The end. Instead, they, they ignore it and uh, pretend like it didn't happen and pretend like they're all about, like, the left. And, uh, it, you know, people see through that shit. And I think that's yeah, why neither of them are as popular as they, they think they are. I never liked Howard Stern. I I think I may have listened to maybe five of his shows. And I remember when he when he he was on K Rock mm-hmm. and when he was transitioning over to uh what's the name? A lot of you guys sat there and were like, I'm gonna get I remember uh, Big Papa, he was like he was all about getting it, getting uh XM well, and serious. Yeah, he was an O and A guy. Yeah. And you know, everyone went over to that, and I'm like, I one, I refuse to pay for radio. Like, I just, it's not, it's not something I need in my life. Mm-hmm. And I used to borrow, I borrow yours, I borrow other people's um, 
you know, serious to log in and listen to it at work. And it was like, I, I, I'm listening to the same song every five songs. Yeah. So like, I just, I, and then when I finally got it with my, um, my first car that I got and then now the truck, like they'd give you the free, uh, you know, six months a year, whatever it was. And I would like never listen to him. I, again, I never found him to be that funny. I never under his, um, I don't know. his first four years there were phenomenal. I'll even go to say his first six years with it. When, when Artie was there and stuff, it was, it was great. It, it was, it was worth every penny I was paying for. I don't, I got, I got, cause I paid for that extra to get Howard Stern. And again, like five years ago, like I would listen to it. And I'm like, I, I hate this show. Like I actually like got to the point where like when he wasn't on, I was relieved cause I didn't have to listen to it. And I'm like, why am I paying for this if I hate the show so much? So I got rid of that package. I still have serious because I, I listen to um, a show called The Bonfire. It has uh, Dan Soder and Big Jay Okerson on it. And that's, that's I listen to that now every day, and I love that show. Um, but I, I other than that, I don't listen to satellite radio anymore. I listen to uh, my, spot, my, my Spotify. Um, yeah, that's really all I listen to now is the Spotify. <laughs> so... But um, yeah. I I yeah, I'm not. A, I don't. I, I have it just for like that show and just you know if someone's in my car and if my radio's not with my like my phone's like not pick up service, I'll put on XM. But like usually I don't really. I go through the channels. I'm like, oh, nothing's on, and I'll just kind of. Honestly, you know what I honestly listen to a lot? I listen to a CBS FM a lot now. The old 101.1. Okay. The, it's considered like the oldie station. Now it's like playing shit from like the eighties and nineties on there, which is like, which is a little depressing because it's like, wow. Like when I listened to this when I was a kid with my dad, it was all fifties and sixties stuff, and now it's like stuff like, now I get it. I got why he listened to it so much back then because it was stuff from when he, he was a kid. So I'm like, all right, you know, Dad, I, I get it now. I I, I get it because. Like I, I Bush was on the other day. I'm like Jesus Christ! Like I'm old, man. <laughs> this is yeah, not. It, this is not a good feeling. Like <laughs> what happened? No, you're 100 percent right. Yeah. Like that's that, that, when I, if I play uh, every like if I'm not playing podcasts, I don't like to play some of the podcasts I listen to. Like mainly because I listen to it on two speed, mm-hmm. and my wife and the kids hate it. Like I've I've adjusted my my listening to be able to understand them completely. So it's like they're talking at double speed. Yeah. And I just do that just so I can bang through so many, because I listen to so many podcasts, I bang through them. Mm-hmm. But, like, when they're in, I don't listen to it. And every once in a while, I'll put on, like, the music, and, like, my kids are like, God, how do you listen to this? And I'm like, this was good music when I was a kid. I'm like, the shit that you're listening to now, with, I, I don't even know who any of these people are. Like, I am so far out of the musical loop right now, it's unbelievable. That's why when we went to this concert in the summer, the point I was like, I was pumped about it because I'm like, this is my music. Yeah. And it was literally like we literally went to a classic rock radio version, classic rock concert. So I uh, I haven't listened to all of it, but a few episodes I, I kind of pick and choose. But there's this podcast called uh, 60 Songs That Explain the '90s," and each episode, I think it's like a half hour long. They pick one song, and they kind of like. This guy dissects it a little bit. Like, I listened to, uh, it was a Hey Jealous New by the Gin Blossom. I listened to that one. There was a, the story behind that song, and, you know, the guy. Oh, really? oh yeah, it's, it's good. But he got past the 60, then he, he added 30 more, and I think now it's done. Um, so I've been, I kind of been picking and choosing that. So that's a, that's a good one. And 
and uh, I, the review I found on it, and it really is true, is that anyone who grew like me and you, like you know, our wives and stuff, back then, everyone was listening to the same stuff. Like it was all like in this one bubble, and you and if I can name a song and you'll know it, and my wife will know, it and so on and so forth. Nowadays, you can say a song. Hey, if you heard this song, no, I I I don't listen to that music, or I don't like you don't know as much because there's the that bubble has exploded, and there's music everywhere. You know, there's no like that hit song that everybody knows. It's would be like maybe like the younger generation does, and I'm just out of the loop. But it seemed that back then, like everyone heard the same songs. Whereas now, there's so much different types of music and so many songs and artists that everyone's just listening to different shit. And there's no like, um, there's no uh, genres. Not genres, but like there's um. You can't talk about like I'm trying to find the word for it. Come, maybe not maybe com- like this. Like you had the punk kids, you had the rock kids, you had the rap kids. Kind of. They knew those things. Yeah, they, I guess. They didn't, cross, they didn't cross the street. I guess so. I guess you can kind of say that. I'm, I'm thinking. Uh, I can't think. Of, maybe with lack of a better term, I'll say camaraderie. Camaraderie. Like there's no. Um, camaraderie. Yeah, like you just can't like. Talk about a song, like I, I'm, I'm, I can't explain it, but that's just kind of how it was described when I saw this review for this podcast. I'm like, oh, that's kind of true. Like, I can go down this list and you'll know. Like, here we go. I think, um, Smashing Pumpkins, Mayonnaise, uh, Backstreet Boys. I want it I, that I, way. I just, I just uh, subscribed to that one. So, uh, The Breeders, Cannonball, Metallica, Enter Sandman. New Radicals, you get what you give. Like, we all know these songs. Yeah, literally all those songs are on my run list. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Here you go, one of your favorite songs of all time, Gonna Make You Sweat by CNC Music Factory. There we go. You know? If that don't pump you up, I don't know what will. No, no Doubt, Just a Girl, No Scrubs, uh, Hunger Strike. I, I can go on and on, and you know all these songs. Because we nice. all did. We, they, were on, they were on the radio, like we knew them. And now it's just uh, a big fucking mess. Is what it is, is what it is. Okay, I, I totally get what you're saying on that. Um, there's one that I've been listening to. Uh, one of the guys from work, he got me onto it. Um, do, you, do you like Impractical Joke? You know, I never. I love prank shows too, and for some reason, I never got into it. And I've seen the episode, a few episodes here and there. I'll sit and watch it, but it's never been something I've consistently watched and again I love prank shows I watched like you know punked and all that stuff I like when people get pranked um so this is something that'd be up my alley but for some reason I just never sat down and like really gave it like my all you know like I never gave it a, a, a solid chance but it's something I'd be into like I know Sal I know I know who Sal yeah, well, is that's that's who that Sal has a podcast with the guy uh, Joey DeRosa Joe DeRosa and I know Joe DeRosa <laughs> They essentially take um, like two different things. Like they'll say, like, uh, "What's better, combos or Doritos?" Big Papa told me about this this podcast. Yeah, I 
two times now I almost fucking wrecked the car because I was laughing so hard I, I had tears coming down my eyes and both times I was driving in the rain at the time so not only did I have the rain hitting the windshield where I couldn't see I had rain in my fucking eyes and I'm 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 dying it's hilarious. Joe, that might be one that you want to watch. That, that, I told you about the, bon- about the You might like the bonfire. Joe DeRoe is a guest host, like, at least, like, once a month. He comes on. Like, if one of them aren't there, like, he'll come on and, like, be like the guest host. He has a sandwich place in Manhattan that I want to check out. My buddy went there. The guy who told I me about this. I heard it's good. He said it's it's excellent, and he said it's cheap. It's, like, eight bucks for any sandwich. Yeah, I heard it's, like, a really good sandwich spot. I want to check it out one day. And, like, they only have, like, a certain amount of sandwiches. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah. I think it's, that, like, a bar, too. I, yeah, there's a bar there. Yeah. But, yeah, he, he's uh, he's funny. Now, the bonfire, is it a long show? Um, it's two hours, but there's commercials, so say, like, it's an hour and a half. And it's, yeah, mon- it's yeah. Monday, I know, and it's Monday through Friday, but, um, Soder's great. Like, Soder, Soder does... Dan Soder does an impression of the Macho Man that, like, is bar none probably the best I've ever heard. Yeah, I've heard him do that. Oh, my God. It's, like, to a T. I've never yeah. heard... Like, you know, like, there's been some good ones, but he does one that's just, like... I'm like, wow. Like, that's, like, you close your eyes, like... Well, you're listening to him, so I guess you, you can't see him, but, like, it, it sounds just like him. It's amazing. But it's it's pretty it's a pretty good show if you're gonna really get into it what I suggest go on YouTube and just look up some like clips cause those are a lot shorter some like the bits and stuff and kinda get into that way they have like an obsession with Corey Feldman and yeah Corey, and, I, I, li- I was listening to those yeah Corey Feldman hates them <laughs> he fucking hates them but it, it's, you know what's funny? It's We're, funny. I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there bitching because I'm like, oh, it's an hour and a half show, and us assholes have had like two hour shows mm-hmm. too. So like, we're we're across along with it. But yeah, our podcast is usually an hour and a half. So yeah, there you go. But uh, another one of my podcasts that I, I religiously listen to is Nick DiPaolo, and I actually went to go go see him this week. Yeah, how was that? I wanted to ask you about that. It was fucking hilarious. Really? So. Again, this was a uh, this was a COVID uh, show. I don't know if it was COVID, but he uh, he got sick. It was supposed to be, I think, in February. I think it was February second or third, and it got canceled. And, and it was on nine eleven. So I'm sitting there mm. and I'm like, I'm pumped. I can't wait. I, I told the guy I work with. I'm like, I'm leaving work. I, I said I don't care. I don't care if the world ends. I'm I'm leaving here and I'm going to the show. And he was in so Sugarloaf, right? It was right in Sugarloaf. Yeah. So we go there, you know, and we pull into the parking lot, and there's no one in the parking lot yet. And my wife's like, what the fuck's going on? She's like, did it get canceled again? I'm like, no, it didn't get canceled. I'm like, it can't, it couldn't, it, I wouldn't know. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, so we go in, they finally, they open the doors at seven, it's an eight o'clock show. And we walk in, we are the only ones in the theater. There's <laughs> literally no one in the theater. There's not the sound guys, no one's in there. And the woman says, she goes, um... You got the VIP ticket, so you, she goes. The first four rows are, and you can sit, it's general admission. You can sit wherever you want. Mm-hmm. So we walk down, and I'm like, "Fuck this!" I sat front row center, and <laughs> I was fucking dying. And at one point, my my wife had to go to the bathroom so bad. She's like, she's like, like her foot's tapping. She like you can, and my wife gets like nervous energy, where if she's uncomfortable, like it revs up her like I guess urinary track where she's got to like she like fills up real quick oh, yeah. and she like wasn't drinking anything she's like I don't want to drink anything nothing like this and 
you know, with being front row center, she was worried that she was going to get made fun of. And at one point, she actually checked her watch, and Nick sat there and started, like, making fun of her for it. Like, <laughs> and so she got embarrassed on that, but it was a hilarious show. He was uh, very cordial at the end. He does, like, a meet and greet for everyone there, mm-hmm. so we, we ended up getting a photo with him. Um, and just a really great guy. Like, I, I, I was fucking dying. It was hilarious. Did, did he talk about Artie at all? No. No, yeah. Him and, and, Artie. Him and Artie used to have a, a show together and everything, yeah, but no, nah, he didn't really get into that. Okay. Yeah, uh, I still, I, he's like, a very, he's very, very right wing. Um, yes. But I remember he used to be on Stern a lot years ago, and uh, he was, uh, <laughs> he's, he's a funny guy. He could be funny. So, but I saw that picture you posted. I'm like, man, he got old. Because I haven't seen what he looked like in years, and he got gray. Well, that's it. He got gray. I mean, yeah. he's still in pretty good shape. No, he's no, no. Yeah. Old. Oh, yeah. He's 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 in better shape than I am. But like, he he look he looks old. Like, you know, he's, he he went completely yeah. gray. And he used to have like that jet black hair. <laughs> so. Yeah. He, he it was uh, weird because he had like jet black hair forever, and then all of a sudden, like the next day, it was like I don't know if maybe he was dying. I'm not gonna assume anything, mm-hmm. but like. He went gray. Oh yeah. I mean, I know I'm getting gray, but like it's like a it's a it's, it's a long war with this. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, every few weeks I notice a few more gray hairs, but it's nothing like that. But he, yeah, he went stark white. Huh. But yeah, that, he was he, he was fucking killing it. Nice. Oh, good. I'm glad. I'm glad you had a good time. I I I, I really haven't been to, I haven't been to a comedy show in years. I really need to get to one soon. Like the one at the Palisades always has some good people. So. But was the last one you went with me and you? What was me and you? When we went to go see Artie. Oh no no that was well, that was a long time ago. No last one I went to see. Um, I guess I wouldn't really call it a comedy show. I saw. Um, me and Big Papa got free tickets to go see Dan Soder. He was doing an interview with, um, you ever hear of Ron Fez? Yes. Okay, uh, Ron uh, Bennington. I guess he did, like, he was doing, like, an interview. He had, like, an interview thing. So he interviewed Dan Soder for, like, an hour. So we all, me and, me and Big Papa went to go see that. So now, you know, I wouldn't call it a comedy show, but it was, you know, two comedians. <laughs> um, no, I... I Went to Liberty Live a bunch years ago, like maybe like ten years ago. I saw um, I saw Brewer, um, who was just fantastic. <laughs> he was actually at Sugar Loaf a few weeks ago. Was it? Yeah. If anyone's never seen him, I highly suggest going to see him. He's so fucking funny and a great storyteller. Um, YouTube the uh, the pizza the Pizza Man saga. Have you ever listened to that? No, I, I think I made tonight though. Tonight or tomorrow or whenever you go to work, like it's like a, it, it's good. It's a, it's a, I, I, I don't know if it was on O and A or what it was on, but just type in YouTube the Pizza Man Saga, Jim Brewer, and it'll pop right up. It, it's it's some story. So, but uh, yeah, so it's been a while. So I should really kind of check out see if there's anyone in Liberty Live playing soon. I can go see. Um, all right, what's um. We're already over an hour into this, so let's uh, let's go into the graveyard for a little bit and uh, just pump these out. Uh, the, I guess like the big death, if you want to call it that, was uh, the Queen Elizabeth is now dead. Yes. Finally. 
at the ripe old age of 96, she finally passed away. And uh, some people are mourning, some people are celebrating. Um, from all I've heard about her, she's a piece of shit. Um, I don't know what you've heard, but uh, she's in some. Uh, she's been accused of a lot of shit, like hiding pedophiles and stuff like that. So I don't know how true it is, but from all I mean, again, from all I've heard, I've heard she's just a very cold person. But uh, I don't know. What say you? I mean, I look at it this way. She's been in charge for a long time. What, like 70-some years she's been running it? Um, She did see a lot of stuff going on. I mean, in regards to history, she's probably going to probably go down as one of the most well-known king, queen... Oh, without a doubt. Royalty. Yeah, without a doubt. To me, I just... I'm not trying to sound this way, and if there's any English people listening, like... Yeah, we're I sorry. I just don't care. <laughs> I, I just don't care. Like, it, it doesn't affect me. You know what I mean? She's not on my dollar bill. She, she's not, you know, like... It, I mean, I just don't get it. I, and, and maybe we don't have that. And maybe, like, you know, when... when, when um, Diana and Charles got married, it was a big spectacle. When Diana died, it was a big thing. Mm-hmm. When, you know, the kids got married... It was a big thing. The birds of the, you know, the, the princes and all this. I just, I, and I get it because it's something special that not too many countries have anymore. You know, monarchies and things like that. Yeah. But I just, I don't understand it. I don't. Under- I don't get it either. And, and here's my thing: is, is that like because they're what, figureheads. Yeah. Like, the thing is, like, what what exactly authority do they have? Because there's a prime minister who I always saw as like the president. You know, like, that's the equivalent of the president to, to how I see it. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know about all that stuff. But... Yeah, I mean, they have they have, they have the prime minister, they have parliament. It's, it's, is the queen above that? Is she below that? Like, where does she stand? Yeah, she's, she's above that. Okay. She's above that because she's essentially, like, the, the overall ruler of everything. But I think if, like, the prime minister and parliament do something, I don't think she can overrule him. It's more like a figurehead position and mm-hmm. a lot more of... Uh, I think it's more based on tradition. You you gotta feel bad for Charles. Like he's probably waited forever for this, for this old bird to die. Now he's the king, but I mean he's in his I think he's in his seventies. Like he has that he's much long. 70s. Yeah, <laughs> so he isn't gonna enjoy it for very long. Then he yeah, got his his, his two dumbass kids, and one of them's gonna take over. And it's just uh, I don't know. <laughs> See, with him, I I look at it like. This guy's 70 years old. He's never really had, like, a, a job, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they do, they do do things, but it's not like he's ever really had to do anything. You know, like, he lived a great life. I mean, think about it. Any, any, you know, if he's like, I want strawberry ice cream, someone's getting him strawberry ice cream. You know, he's kind of had a pampered life. Right. I wouldn't even want to be him. Like, for as much as people hate it, I like, to me, I'd rather be like Harry. You know, you're in the wings. You know, you're never gonna like. It would essentially the set the um, for him to become king. It would be Charles has to die. Um, the older brother, I can't think of his name right now. Yeah, William. Then his two William William would have to die. His two kids, the two boys, would have to die, and then I think that the daughter would have to die, and then finally it would be Harry. Like he, so, in other words, he's never fucking getting. <laughs> he's never getting it unless unless like tragic like you know like. They're in the 
castle and the castle explodes. Right. Everyone, you know, everyone in William's family dies. Then it's him. But, like, the likelihood of that happening. Well, he, I think he kind of accepted that because I think he, like, he lives, I think he lives in America and he, like, lives off the grid <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, no, he, I think he moved to Canada because Canada is essentially a, again, like, they have uh, that, that leftist Trudeau up there who's the prime minister. Right. But England still has, um, I guess rule over the country you know there's still like a um i can't think of not a principle um not Pro- a principle province? state of it not a province it's like they, they're their own country but they're essentially under that that monarchy mm-hmm. and he he actually denounced being a prince so he's not prince harry anymore i think he's just harry yeah okay so but like i'm sure he's still getting all the perks of it you know, I'm sure he's probably getting an allowance and all that stuff. So, I mean, it really ain't that bad of a gig. No. You get all the perks and none of the uh, responsibility. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry she's, she died, but, I mean, 96 is, that that's a that's a long life. You know? Uh, someone who I thought was already dead died, that's uh, Miguel Gorbachev. Who I, I mean, I thought this guy died years ago, and even to the point where, I, I think it was last week, Arnold Schwarzenegger on his Instagram posted this big thing about Miguel Gorbachev, and I'm like, oh, maybe like this is the anniversary of his death or his birthday, and I didn't really think anything of it, and then you just told me he died, I'm like, fuck, I thought this guy, <laughs> I thought this guy was dead a long time ago, I didn't know he was still alive. Yeah, he was, uh, he was the last. I guess you could say, uh, not czar, but uh, last president, of, uh, if you will, of the USSR. He ended it. And he ended it. And Boris Yeltsin took over. He was the one who died a few years ago. So that's maybe where you get the, the, the conflict in there. I don't know, because Gorbachev, like, I know who Gorbachev is. I don't know who this Boris guy is, but, I mean, Gorbachev was... Uh you knew him like you knew the president when we were growing up. Like everyone knew who Miguel Gorbachev was. He he was known for that splotch on his big forehead. Um. Uh, yeah, I I I don't know how I got that that thought in my head that he died already. But uh, yeah, I, I. How old was he? Had been up there. Uh, he, yeah, he was he was older. Like I said, he was the last one from. Uh, he was the last one from you know the Russian. Uh, the Soviet Union. He died at 91. Wow, another long life. Yeah. But yeah, he uh, he eventually, he, um, and this is what I find funny. You know, he they talk about in the United States now about like, oh well, I'm a socialist dem, you know, or a, a socialist Democrat. Mm-hmm. Gorbachev was a communist, and then they. Why I guess get away from the whole term of you know of uh, a communist? So they say that they're this a social you know a social democrat or whatever. You, it, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, he wanted he wanted what you know he wanted that communist type of thing, but it was in a nicer term. And, you know, they they water it down, and it's just it's nonsense like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he, he's gone. So like that's two major political leaders in the, you know, the past, uh, month. Yeah. I know we haven't been on it in a while. Yeah. Um, 
football here, and uh, Len Dawson died. Yeah. He was originally drafted by the Steelers. He was. I think he played for them for one or two seasons, maybe, and then he went to Kansas City where he had a long, or he, nope, my mistake, he played two seasons for the Steelers, then went to the Browns. Okay. Then he went to the Dallas Texans, which eventually became the Chiefs, and he played there for like 13 years. And probably one of the, I, I would say one of the most famous photos in football. I mean, you have the YA Tittle in the end zone, mm-hmm. you know, where he's helmetless, you know, <laughs> kneeling down. And what I would say is probably another famous one is when Len Dawson's sitting on the bench and he's smoking a cigarette. Oh, I always yeah. love that photo. I've seen that yeah. one. So, but yeah, he uh, he died. He ended up uh, doing commentary. I, I, it might have been for Fox when Fox was first getting into football back, you know, in the 90s and all that. And mm-hmm. I always liked him as a commentator. He, I think if it was him and Pat Summerall um, doing play-by-play, it would have been a lot better than Madden. I was just never a John Madden fan. But I always liked Len Dawson. I always thought he had a good insight into the game and get that smooth voice that I, I, I liked. Um, his uh, his accolades are just fan, uh, phenomenal. Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP, a man of the year in 73, um, AFL championship MVP, the AFL MVP, six-time AFL All-Star, six-time AFL passing rating leader, seven-time AFL completion percentage leader, AFL All-Team, he's part of the Kansas City Chiefs Hall of Fame, and his number's retired by the Chiefs, uh, number 16. Um, quite a career. Uh, through 239 touchdowns, 28,000 passing yards, just a, a phenomenal quarterback. Yeah, I mean, and you think about it, two, like, you know, everyone's like, oh, 239. Well, touchdowns. now, not a lot right yeah, now, now it's so not, but back now, then. <laughs> but back then, that was, that was a hell of a thing, and you look at it too he had a lot of interceptions like now you look at someone like uh, uh, what's his name uh, Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers barely ever gets picked off I, what do you have like two interceptions all last year mm-hmm. yeah something like that like you look at but when you think about back then it was more of a run oriented game and for him that, that many pros and cons when it comes to the throwing it's pretty spectacular and when you look at it too the 28,000 passing yards is not a lot in today's age. Because, you know, now guys are a lot faster. They're they're chucking the, you know, the ball down 50 yards. Aaron guys are running this and everything. There was probably a lot of dinks and dunks. There was no, you know, 50-yard-in-the-air passes. It's totally a different game. For him to put up that kind of numbers is really spectacular. And especially in a, a you know, back then it was a run, it was a run-heavy game. Oh yeah. Oh, especially in the, in the yeah in the sixties, absolutely. It's all it was really. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, that was a that was one that I again for never really ever seen him play a game other than highlights. But knowing him from commentary, I always liked him. Yeah. Uh, finally, then this one happened before uh, we definitely had a podcast before uh, after. She died, but we didn't really touch on it, and that's uh, Anne Hache. She died in August on August 11th. Uh, Anne Hache has had a um, uh, a turmoil of a life, especially like the last 20 years. Uh, she uh, went to some random woman's house, like drugged out of her mind, and got arrested. 
basically she um on August 5th she crashed into a house <laughs> then drove away and then crashed into an apartment where the car pretty much exploded uh, she was on life support for I guess a couple days a week and she finally died from uh, from all the burns and they found um, I guess a whole bunch of coke in her system I think it was I'm trying to read here um, it doesn't say but she they definitely found some drugs in her system and this this I mean what a, what a, uh, a sad ending to uh, a career that I, I felt like there was a period of time where she was like it like she was like kind of like yeah, she was she, she was an it girl for a little bit. Yeah, she. You but know, like she, not like a, uh, not like a model it. Like you had certain ones that were it girls that were because of their looks. Right. She wasn't really that way, but she was very popular in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she. Uh, I, I blame the damn that damn Ellen DeGeneres. You know what? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's really kind of went downhill. She was really—that's really what she's kind of known for. Like she was in a relationship with Ellen DeGeneres at a time when lesbian relationships weren't really in public. Really, like I mean, I can't think of another one around that time that really made headlines like that. Um, and then after, I guess they broke up or whatever. She kind of like went off the rails. Her career kind of declined as well, and. Uh, just yeah, just didn't have a great end to her life, and uh, yeah, I don't really have much more to say about that. Uh, just um, I believe she also killed the person that was in the apartment that she crashed into, which also sucks. Um, but uh, I don't know. It, it, it just uh, oh okay, I found it. So she had cocaine and narcotics, including fentanyl, in her system. Um, so she was just out of her fucking mind driving a car and uh a Prius nonetheless. Yeah, so she and she I mean you crash into a house, it's one thing, but then to go like a couple blocks down the road and then crash into another fucking house. Good lord. Well Yeah. I, and I always looked at it like you'd look back at when I sit out here and I have my cigars at night, I'll, I'll jump down a rabbit hole and, like, I'll look up an old movie and then I'll, like, start looking at the actors in it and this mm-hmm. and that. And you see, like, some of them died young. You don't really see a lot of that anymore, especially in ways like this. Yeah, you know, Back no. in the day, you'd, you'd, you'd get a lot of drug overdoses, you know, Marilyn Monroe, all, all these things where it was, like, you know, I don't want to say it was commonplace, but you, you saw it definitely a lot more. Like, you really don't see that that often anymore. I mean... Her, Brittany Murphy, you don't really see a lot of these young actors or actresses that are, like, if you will, train wrecks like this. And so I always find it uh, a little more interesting and give them a little bit more uh, lure in that lifestyle that they live. Because, again, you know, you're put on this pedestal, you're, you know, you're given an outrageous amount of money, you get, you really don't have a job, if you will, a mm-hmm. nine to five. And you, the, they're kind of like a they're left to their own devices and this is uh this is what happens when it happens yeah oh yeah oh well that, that's uh, that's that for the for the graveyard um alright let's let's uh, I guess let's wrap this up let's uh you can follow us on twitter 
Bull in the Ring PC, Instagram Bull Ring PC, Facebook under Joe Tom. You can find us on Pod Bean, Podcoin, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Music. Hit the subscribe button and rate and review us, and uh, help uh, help other people find us. Uh, it's nice talking to you after a month, kinda. Yeah, yeah. Even though we have been talking. <laughs> we, yeah. uh, I look forward to hearing your story about Egan tomorrow night. Yeah, this this should one be for the ages. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. Any you'd like to add before we go? Uh, go Warner, uh, Goshen, because you know, someone's someone someone is not sleeping tonight, and we all know that he lives uh in the village. Oh baby. He, he is he is gonna be he is pumped up. I'm sure he is. It's funny. It's funny because I was at my daughter's swim meet today, and he actually like popped his head in, and he like he like ran in and then ran out. Did he say hi? No, no, he like, he was he was on the other side of the uh, the uh, swimming pool, I guess. Okay, Did, have you uh, have you talked to him lately? I have not, and no. I like I said with my my daughter doing this, I, I probably will run across him. Oh, I'm sure you will. The one thing about this guy, you have to for anyone who doesn't know, um, we're talking about our old football coach. This guy bleeds home our hometown here. When when you cut yeah. him, it's purple and gold oh yeah and we knew him when he was probably what in his mid 30s yeah uh yeah i would say so yeah definitely definitely probably in his mid 30s and he has as much energy now as he did back then i probably when he was 20 that's great i mean full of energy and he he loves and he loves this. Uh, he loves the town that we grew up in. And he tomorrow is his Super Bowl day. This it is. Goshen rivalry is like over a hundred and some years old. Might be like hundred and ten now. Maybe it's even hundred. It's the second longest rivalry in uh, New York sports. I read somewhere. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So th- he is. He is also. Yeah. I bet you. I bet you his wife's holding a, a freaking bag right now, and he's tackling it. And, does, he's probably sleeping on the 50-yard line. Do, do, do Warwick have the, the the trophy? Yes. Yes, they do. Oh, so I, he, I took he, a photo of it. He's, yeah. he's sleeping with it then. <laughs> yeah. The, the wife is on the couch, and he is in, he is in bed with the spirit trophy. <laughs> well, uh, I, hope, I hope they win. I hope they win. Let me, know, let, me know, uh, let me know the score of the game. Yes, I will. All right. Well, until next time, <clears throat> I am Joe. I am Tom. And we'll see you next time right here on... Bulls in the ring.